The Numinous Podcast with Carmen Spaniola. Hi there, and welcome to the Numinous Podcast, where we have interesting conversations with everyday folks about the mystery of life. This podcast is a compliment to the Numinous School, an online intuition development course for people who want their self-awareness to serve a greater good. I'm your host, Carmen Spaniola, and this week my guest is Christopher Lloyd Clark. Christopher is the composer of the music that accompanies all of the meditations in the Numinous School. I connected with Christopher over Skype. He was at home in Australia. I decided I wanted to be a musician before I even had an instrument, <laughs> before I was even playing. It was quite a moment. Yeah, I, I, it was one of those turning points in life, and this is going back about 17 or 18 years. Um, I had just left university and I had a crappy job and I just lost my girlfriend and I was like in one of those really mopey down points where I had no real sense of life direction. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, and, you know, I was just sweeping this floor. <laughs> that was my job at the time. I was sweeping this floor, you know, really feeling sorry for myself. And um, like a day earlier, I'd just been wandering down the street and I happened to wander into a music store just because I was bored and came across this synthesizer. And, and I ended up spending three hours in the shop with the headphones on just playing all these sounds and going, wow, this thing's amazing. It, it makes all these different sounds, you know, like it does bass sounds and it does keyboard sounds and it does, you know, string sounds and, um, uh, and that... And I didn't think much more about it. I just left and I was um, sweeping the floor and, and it was one of those moments where boom, it just hits you. Um, I'm, I'm incredibly depressed and I have no life direction, but I've got a job. So I could buy that synthesizer. And, and I don't know why. I just decided I had to have that synthesizer because it was so much fun. And it was the only, it was the only ray of fun that I'd had in that period of my life for, for months and months and months. And so, um, and I'd never made music before. I just had to have it. And so, um, um, and yeah, it was funnily enough, it was around that time that I'd started doing meditation classes. So yeah, it was, it was just one of those pivotal points here yeah, where I was starting to just the beginning glimpses of getting clear. So then there was a time, a period where you started to, it sounds like you started to emerge where you started to realize like, oh, I could maybe share this with the world. So you were you know, tootling around, jamming on your own, and you start sharing it with the world. How long before you were actually able to uh, make a viable living that way and sort of start oh, start okay. selling, and, and how did yeah. you go about that? I was fortunate to have uh, a bit of money under my, in my back pocket when I left the family business. We sold that, so I, I had the opportunity to sort of find my feet, and that was 2009. It was a pretty scary year. First time I'd really been out on my own um, and pretty much made no money in 2009. So that was just getting the website started, sorting myself out, figuring where I'm going to go, making music the whole time and a lot of meditation music. Some of my best stuff came out in that year when I wasn't thinking about making music even professionally. I was just doing what I wanted to do to relax, you know, for myself. And um, so 2009, yeah, pretty much made no money that year. It really only started to gather momentum in 2010. There was like a, a sort of a year of gestation. And then it just kept accelerating from that point forward. 2010 was, I wasn't even, it was the point when I started licensing my music. Mm -hmm. It was, it really just came about because, you know, therapists and 
and healers were just saying, can we please use your music in our recording? You know, um, uh, and I can still remember the first time someone actually asked me to compose music for them. And, um, you know, when you're at the beginning of something and you, you don't really have the confidence, you don't really know how it's going to go or be received. And I, and I just still remember um, he, him saying, you know, how much will it cost? And, and I'm thinking, oh, this could take me days. But I, I sheepishly said, oh, $80? <laughs> like, is that going to be all right? And he was like, oh, that's fine. Yeah, you know. And I probably spent three or four days working on it for you know, but, but I didn't care. It was a real job doing, you know, it was my first professional musical composition engagement. And that was after 10 years of making music. So take yeah. me through your creative process. How do songs come, or these, they're not, yeah. I don't want to call them rhythms, but these songs, these soundscapes, how do they come to you? I don't think anything I say will surprise you in that regard. I meditate. <laughs> <laughs> then I go in the studio and I just slap my hands around until something <laughs> Yeah, well, I always will meditate. Um, and if I, and if for any reason I'm just not getting in the zone, even just before I get in the studio, I just don't even bother. <laughs> mm. I always try to get into a really good state and feel balanced and connected before I get in the studio. Through that whole process, I'm I'm trying to stay in a pretty relaxed state and you know just hold that intention of creating music that's that's um, that's going to make people feel whole and and relaxed and um, what I'm looking for there's a there's a moment there's a moment that will come in this process where <laughs> I'm feeling it just talking about it <laughs> there's a moment that will happen where um, I'm in the I'm, I'm, I am actually structuring the music now I've got the tones and the sound palette figured out and I'm composing and there'll be a moment where I just get this rush of tingles through my whole body and that's 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 what I'm for there's it's like a tick box from the universe. So you've talked a lot about meditation and in such a way that it almost seems as though it, um, well, it sounds very dear to you, like it really came to you at a time when you were pretty down. Tell me a little bit more about that and how meditation came into your life. I think I had my first little touch of meditation when I was about four, actually. <laughs> I used to do this strange thing when I was about four years old, where when I first learned that um, people were the result of a sperm going into an egg, <laughs> and, and and you know you learn you know the basic birds and bees when you're a little kid, and and I remember, and I would sit around, and I kept trying to wrap my head around when did I become me, and and I kept and my way of trying to figure that out was going back in time and back and, and I knew that I'd grown from this little tiny cell and I could conceptualize that. And I kept trying to imagine the moment when the sperm went in the egg and life began. And, and I was doing that at four and what would happen is there'd be these moments where I would disappear and I don't know how long for, I have no clue, I would just go empty and I'd come back and I'd be like, oh, I had the answer. Where did it <laughs> Later on, yeah, look, uh, life takes its toll. You know, you, I had, I had, you know, the family life wasn't so great. Um, you know, I'd had my share of heartbreaks and all your typical growing up sort of stuff. And I, I guess I just got to, no, no great, terrible tragedy, but I was a very sensitive young man, and and I just reached a point where I was just exceptionally stressed, without and, and depressed, and I didn't know that I didn't even know what depression and anxiety and those sorts of things were back then. 
but I was I was really depressed and anxious. And my mum, thank goodness, was quite also a sensitive person. And even though I wasn't living at home she, at this point, she she recognised that I wasn't right. And she'd done a meditation course out of the blue, um, and she just said, "Come and do this meditation course with me. I'll pay for it." And I was like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> you know, and I started this course and, you know, once a week and on the, th it took three weeks. It was the third week we were doing a meditation in the class. And I had another one of these just bolt moments where I was like, this is what you've been looking for your whole life. This is the answer. This quiet space is what you've been searching for this whole time, you know? And so I, I remember that moment with such a sense of, just love and fondness and that was so special. So it sounds too like you've had some significant synchronicities and uh, you know that that beautiful lining up of moments and people and opportunity and I'm curious what you personally what meaning do you make of that? You know what what do you think is going on? <laughs> um, to me that's just life showing you the way. And it's funny, I've been pondering those subjects lately because there's a heck of a lot of that sort of synchronicity going on at the moment. I can just feel all sorts of life forces coalescing into just new momentum at the moment. It's so exciting. But sometimes I get carried away and I'm like, oh, I can see this thing's coming up. And there have been a lot of discussions at home with my partner Susie lately about um, divine timing. And, you know, you, you, can, you can want a thing and you can taste it and, and you can have all that enthusiasm, but... Some of these things that I can see coming, it's just not time, you know. But I've got free will, so <laughs> why can't I just go and make it happen? And so, so the, your question's something that's been floating around here a lot lately. Um, these synchronicities, to me, yeah, I guess, I guess they're just. You can only stray so far from your life path before. Someone gives you a helping hand. <laughs> this is true, right? And I wonder yeah. too, I sometimes think that, um, well, what I take is from those synchronicities is uh, that there does seem to be an overlighting pattern or, you know, some sort of beautiful design to the universe. And so when I notice the synchronicities, it sort of helps me locate myself as being on my path. And I think it, it, it uh, reinforces my faith that there, there, that there is a larger unfoldment, and I am playing a part. And I'm, I, you know, I don't have to try that hard because <laughs> things are just happening. That's the best message you can. That's I think that's the best conclusion you can come from it. Is it's that whole thing of letting go, and um, and I look, I feel the same way that 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 that, that the universe is not chaos and, and random, and and it is a funny thing. You've got free will. You can. Play it out however you like, <laughs> yeah. but there's a current flowing through your life and you, you can push against it or you can go with it and life will be effortless. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, last couple of years have been a good example of that. I've been trying to get this new website up and running, a new royalty-free website. Um, and um, yeah, a lot of things have gone wrong with that process. Oh. But now that I'm at the tail end of it, I look back and I can just see how, wow, if I'd launched that back then, that would not have worked out, you know, and, and I just was not in a good headspace at that point there and, and I just, I was pushing, you know, I was pushing too hard to get this across the line and calamity ensued. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so you know, and now and now that I'm just sort of taking taking a more relaxed approach to it, yeah, everything's everything's flowing. Nice. Yeah. So the last question on the Numinous podcast is uh, traditionally um, taken from the Proust questionnaire, and the question is. <laughs> Uh, Christopher, what do you consider perfect happiness? Mm, perfect happiness to me is, um, to me it's something that arises naturally when you're in a state of peace. Stillness. Stillness. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, I've definitely felt that you can feel the love and the stillness and the equanimity uh, in the music coming through and the maker you know, sort of having a just a little bit of a fingerprint there on everyone. So thank you very much for your art. Oh, you're, you're most welcome. He makes a great point there about synchronicity. You can only stray so far off your life path before the universe is going to let you know. I really enjoyed that conversation. I feel like I got to meet a you know, the, the man behind the woman in my business, because music plays such an important role in all of my work. And I use all of Christopher's music. You can find his music at royaltyfreemeditationmusic.com. And if you'd like to learn more about Christopher, uh, you can go to the show notes on my website, carmenspaniola.com, C-A-R-M-E-N-S-P-A-G-N-O-L-A. And I really appreciate Christopher's coming on my show and thank you so much for spending this time with us. I would like to say hello to the listeners in Vietnam. I am profoundly touched that you are downloading. I don't know if you're like backpackers who are like checking your iPhones in train stations or maybe you're expats that are trying to, you know, connect with something greater than yourself in this culture that you don't know. I have no idea what you're doing there, but I, I do imagine it. And I, I feel like I'm speaking to you right. I am. I'm speaking to you right now saying thank you. Thank you so much for spending time with me. And I'm sending you helping angels. Uh, and if you are a, a, a born and bred Vietnamese person listening and you're listening in a second language, English, I bow to you deeply. It's amazing. Thank you. If you'd like to keep exploring the great mystery of life with me, you can go to my website, carmenspaniola.com, and click the link for the Numinous School, my online intuition development program. And while you're there, sign up for my newsletter. You'll instantly receive a meditation download, and I'll let you know whenever I publish a new episode. Until next time, take care. 